Stuart Townend and Who Paints the Skies. Now this is the Gospel uh, Cafe programme here on Gospel for Grampian Radio. Uh, Christian Campbell is here into the studio and we were talking a little bit ago about uh, all the wonderful, beautiful sunsets and sunrises that we've been getting recently and uh, just uh, mentioning how God is such an artist and he just uses things like the Gulf Stream to yeah. whisk the clouds up and paint them mm. into amazing uh, amazing shapes and you get the light shining through that. And, ha- and how incredible his palette is. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a delightful conversation actually. I'm quite happy to repeat parts of it or include you listeners in it. That's what's important, isn't it? That... Um, we spoke about also like the golden hour, this 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 hour at at sunrise, this hour at sunset, where filmmakers and photographers seek to capture the most amazing images through changing hues and colours. Um, kind of reminds me of that Bible verse that the, the 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 path of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn, shining ever brighter till the full light of day, and and. Red sky at night, shepherd's delight. Red sky in the morning, shepherd's warning. We spoke about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But how few people we were saying actually take time to look and enjoy the yeah. sunset. Yeah. You well, were saying how you were going between one shopping <coughs> centre and the other here in Aberdeen. Yeah. And you looked up and you saw, beyond the twinkling Christmas lights, an amazing, wonderful sky. Yeah. It must have been, yeah, so... Uh, roughly the same to me. Just as just as the 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 lights starting to come towards the the fe- the end of the festive period, but I remember walking across this crossing that was so busy. People were so fixated on where they were going, what they were doing. Nobody and I just glanced up, and I glanced up and I was so transfixed. I I stopped in the middle of the crossing. I must have looked right wally to some people, but I wasn't worried about people hurtling by on either side. I was just so captivated by this light show that was going on, and nobody else seemed to be looking up, and nobody was appreciating it, Rob. And I know that you you've just showed me some amazing pictures that you were you've taken of late because you just to try and capture some of the essence of stuff some like of this. The essence. Yeah. Uh, and that's only just some and, and that is with uh, one of these mobile phones and you can sometimes when you try and take a picture it doesn't always come up but even with a little bit of work yeah. on it you can actually create uh, and, and bring the best out of the picture yeah uh, and really what i believe god wants for each one of us christian is to actually take time not and, and take time not only for God, but take time to enjoy the creation that God the, the, has The brought. gift that he has given us, yeah. Because I think you can, it, it's good from the perspective of you can look up, be captivated, but I've got the added benefit of ascribing it to a creator God, rightfully so. There's so many people who would just look up and if they did appreciate it, their appreciation would begin and end with, wow, that's an amazing sunrise or that's an amazing sunset. And that would be it. it the, the glory isn't fully fulfilled unless it's given to God for that. And then you can look up and appreciate how that particular scene that you would be watching is changing from minute yeah. to minute yeah. to minute. 
and you look up again in a couple of minutes time and you see that it has changed and the light has changed and the colors have become richer yeah and 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 it, do you know just just using that the, just the concept of light and how christ our lord who is the light of the world that, that light itself scientists have been baffled by light for um centuries now where is it waves is it particles you know, I I don't remember the names, but I remember um, in the, oh, it would be over 100 years ago now, some scientist initially got the Nobel Prize for determining that, that um, light was actually particles. And then his son followed up some years later, who also became a scientist by proving that it was actually waves. And then it was discovered after that that it's sometimes particles and sometimes waves. And there's a great mystery wrapped up in the very concept of Maybe light it's itself. Particles. Well, you know, it, it uh, just, it just, it, it, I kind of smile how it flummoxes conventional science because some things just simply do, you know? Yeah, they do. I think they're called photons. Photons yeah. of light and each attributed to a different wavelength. Fascinating thing that. Christ is the light of the world, and to, he brings illumination to our understanding. He speaks to us through his word that is illumined by his Holy Spirit. And, you know, I think we have to recognize as well, Rob, that some people don't understand that, and some people are at enmity with that. And and those are people that we have to pray for. You know, you think of the Apostle Paul, no greater example of someone who was a uh, uh, at enmity with God, who God decided sovereignly to turn his life around. And um, he's no respecter of persons, and he can do that with absolutely anybody. But you don't have to be an outright enemy of God. You can still come to him, um, regardless of your station, status, position, upbringing, history, past, whatever. And it is, I think, at the end of the day, it is about love. Yeah. It is about love. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. Which reminds me of First Corinthians verse chapter 13. Yeah, the great passage about love. Yeah. If I speak in tongues of men or angels but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. Yeah. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. Mm. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always, always perseveres. perseveres. It's fantastic. I love that. It's fantastic, but yet it's a very telling <coughs> scripture. Because when you think about it, how does my love compare with God's love? And you look at that and think, ah. Yes. But then you also, you and I would recognize, Rob, that we love because he first loved us. That simple premise that um, love is made possible 
Love is is something that it can be experienced, given, uh, only because God has ordained it, God has created it, God is it, God is love. And that love will be made perfect at a time when God either takes us home or he comes back both. Back. Hallelujah, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Again, you know, we're 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 going quite deep tonight, Rob. But that's a good thing. But you know, I think uh, when it comes to God as love, God being love, um, and then you consider Christ Jesus, who is the the fullest, most accurate representation of Him. You know, as Scripture says, uh, and how could it be that He could come to Earth and end up? being nailed to a cross by the world by people you know yeah and there's only one thing one way in which he would do that and there's only one thing and that is for God so loved the world it is because of love and also because of love that that criminal who did recognize Christ as he was yeah. and recognize his own wrongdoing. Yeah. Yeah. Christ was able to say to him, Today you will be with me in paradise. So so two things out of what you just said there. It's never too late. It's never too late, definitely. And if you have a problem in understanding, it's that God's love is so much wider, higher, longer and deeper that it, the the fault is in us, not in God. If we don't if we don't understand it, if we can't accept it, the issue is ours to contend with, and not God's. Indeed, it's amazing from talking about the sky to this. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then it's actually reminding me of a program called Gospel for You that's actually ongoing right at the moment on European Gospel Radio that we recorded on Friday. And it's about being reconciled to God. Yes, and we would encourage you to switch over there and have a listen. Uh, or, or you can listen ha- to the podcast later on. Tonight. You can do that as well, yeah. Uh, in fact, I think it might be a good idea to actually make this particular chat available as a podcast. Excellent, Rob. So that's what we do. Let's 